Welcome to Reflections from My Art Table, a podcast about art making, the creative process, sharing the gifts of creativity and art through teaching, and more. I'm Emma Freeman, an experimental mixed media artist, teaching artist, and highly sensitive person. I hope you enjoy listening and find some resonance to deepen and expand your own art practice. The more colors you have on your palette, the more you can work with and the more you can aspire to. Donald McHale said that, a dancer and choreographer and the first black man to direct and choreograph a Broadway musical. I love that quote because it encourages exploration and creative expansion. I think of each artistic medium as a different creative language. The way I communicate and express myself in one is different than another. Collage, drawing, inks, watercolor, acrylics, textiles, stitching, mixed media, printmaking, ceramics, sculpture, jewelry, dance, cooking, writing, the list goes on. These are all creative languages. Expanding and deepening our creative language abilities can offer us more resources to draw upon to express ourselves. I think of it as building my creative toolbox. I used to think that I was really bad at learning languages because in high school and in college, I struggled to learn French. The new words and patterns wouldn't stick in my mind and I thought I was stupid. Now I realize that I just needed to expand my definition of what a language is. It turns out I am actually really good at learning and communicating in multiple languages, including textiles, fibers, drawing, photography, collage, found objects, printmaking. All of these things are ways that I communicate with the world. I find that incredibly empowering and healing to think of it that way and give my younger self or inner child some love by showing her that she has communicated in different languages all along, just not in a traditional sense. Giving deeper parts of ourselves a voice is so incredibly powerful. What languages do you communicate in? What creative languages do you feel drawn to when you experience them? Those are good questions to start to ask yourself and bring into your awareness as you're starting to expand your creativity or maybe you've hit a point where you're feeling stuck and you need something to shift. Don't believe the lie that you have to choose one artistic medium and stick to it. Some people do, and that's great. They find one thing and continue to be interested in it for a long time. But so many of us are not like that. I am not like that. I say, let your interests and your intuition guide you. That's part of my ongoing practice and what continues to really help give momentum to my art making. If we give ourselves permission to follow our natural passions and curiosities, entire worlds open up to us creatively and we start to expand and explore our beings without the strict containers of staying in one artistic medium. Then a freedom shows up and a realization that there are actually no containers that we fit in. We are expansive creatures with unique spaces inside of each of us. And when paired with tools of creativity, we can express those parts of us in incredibly beautiful and profound ways that this world needs and we all need. 
For so much of my life, I knew that I had a deeper inner world that I couldn't articulate. I didn't have words for it, so I felt like those deeper parts of me were invisible to others. And I wanted to share them, but I didn't know how to. And art making really uncovered that for me and solved it. And it started to give a voice to those deeper parts of myself. It gave me visual language. As the artist Edward Hopper said, if I could say it in words, there would be no reason to paint. When I read that, I thought, yep, <laughs> that's true. Um, so some of the ways that I have built my creative toolbox over the years are um, by taking classes. I've taken a lot of online art classes through the websites Creative Bug and Creative Live and also Skillshare. They've been so helpful because professional artists teach the classes and I, you get to watch everyone approach the medium that they teach in in their own unique way. So I learned how to do different drawing techniques, abstract painting, working with textiles and printmaking. And as I took each class, I found that I started to get these new ideas popping in my mind um, while I was doing the assignments. Like I would be drawing a flower in the style that the teacher was showing me, but then I would start to draw a different kind of flower and then a different one and then maybe a different leaf. And suddenly I was getting this momentum that was naturally happening just because I was starting to work with the materials in a new way. And I was given guidance and support from an artist. And I think it's so incredibly powerful to watch other people work. You know that, I'm sure. Like when we watch other artists create their work, there's something so powerful in that. And the ability to absorb everything with our, be our whole beings, not just our eyes, but there's some other kind of deeper resonance for me that I feel when I watch someone work rather than hear them talk about their process, even though I love that too, um, or if I read about someone's process, it just feels much more um, engaging if I can watch someone do it. So that's why... I absolutely love taking classes and most of the classes that I've taken have been online because either my schedule wouldn't allow me to take in-person classes or I couldn't find classes in person that I wanted to take or they were too expensive. And the nice thing with the those websites Creative Bug, Creative Live and Skillshare is the classes are really affordable. So I highly recommend those. Um, I'll link to the classes that I've taken on those websites. So in the show notes, in case you want to check them out. I've also watched a ton of YouTube videos and continue to watch them. Um, whenever I get a question in my mind about how to use a certain material, um, especially because I'm experimental and I'm always kind of trying different things, I'll go on YouTube and just do some searching and digging around and see what I find. And that's been so helpful, again, to watch people work with materials and also just get some tips. Um, so that's another way that I've built my creative toolbox. And the other way is books. So many books. I love reading books about art making and about 
artists' lives. Um, so I started probably, I mean, I guess I've done it for many, many years. When I had my photography career, I was devouring photography books. And then about five years ago, I started to shift into other visual mediums. And then I gathered books on every medium I felt drawn to and would check books out from the library and buy a lot of books and um, flip through them and just find things that caught my eye and then try the project. And what kept happening was in addition to learning through the project how to use a new material to me, I also again was getting all of these new ideas. So I would be, you know, I looked at a lot of craft books and then I would try to um, take a craft project, maybe the, maybe it had something to do with painting or collage. And then I would take the painting technique or the collage technique and then kind of run with it in a new direction. And those ideas were just kind of naturally flowing to me while I was doing the projects in the books. So I have collected so many and read so many and I actually put together a reading list because I thought that might be helpful for some people. So you can find it on my website. It's free. Um, you can look at it or download it. Um, if you go to www.emmafreemandesigns.com and click on resources, you'll see it there. Um, and I'll also link to it in the show notes. Um, but that's kind of how I have approached thinking about building my creative toolbox and creative skills, you know, really thinking about them as languages and how I can express myself and then how I actually tangibly went about and continue to go about building that toolbox. Um, so I hope that this was helpful for you. Um, I hope that you find some inspiration for your own creative and artistic path. And until next time, thanks for listening. You can find links to everything I talk about in the show notes for this podcast by going to my website, www.emmafreemandesigns.com, where I also list upcoming classes, free resources, and work I create that is for sale. You can find me on Instagram as well at Emma Freeman Designs, where I share a lot of photos and videos of my process.